Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and Joe Brianti of JLB Business Consulting. Each week we chat with amazing guest experts all aimed at helping you grow your VA business. So sit back, grab a cuppa and tune in for a fun-filled episode. Welcome listeners to this week's episode of Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants. Joe and I are thrilled to be back again. Today is January. No, it's not January anymore, isn't it? One, one, <laughs> one month merges into the next. It's February. February. It's February the 18th as we record today and this is the second episode we're recording this week but it won't go out till sometime in March and uh, we're going to be interviewing another wonderful VA although um, Alex is now a business online business manager isn't she? Yes. Yes. So that's coming up a little bit later but first of all we wanted to have a chat about something that's kind of top of mind at the moment and that's with everybody working from home and running their business plus their home which that would they would do normally but a lot a lot of people have got the added stress now of homeschooling um, not being able to go anywhere to get out of the house to to change direction change environment like go sit in a coffee shop for an hour and work just to get a different vibe and more creative ideas we can't see our friends and family. Well, I'll come on to what I can do now because things are changing here for us. But, um, you know, in the UK and a lot of Europe, you still can't go places. And that has a profound effect on how you feel. And, and some of the time we could kind of power through and then all of a sudden it gets all too much and, and you kind of have a wobble, for want of a better word. And mm. I think that's quite common. Um, what do you think, Joe? I completely agree. You know, I mean, you and I talked earlier this week. I've had a really difficult bubble this week. And it is that, you know, I, I work from home all the time, just like many of us. Um, being my own doesn't phase me. The lack of the coffee shop, I'm fe- starting to feel it. But there's all these other things that we are taking on at the moment it's homeschooling it's having um perhaps your husband or your partner working from home at the same time um you know and and in my case i i've just had an experience where my dad's been very seriously ill i'm in london he's in the north of england it's very difficult when you're taking on more and more and more of this emotional load and i've had a, a big wobble this week of coping with it and it was a I got to the point where I just couldn't power through it's been hard and I think all of us you know need to recognize that and in my case my advice and my tips and and having the conversation with Shelley the other day was shut the door I I logged off contact my client said I need an afternoon away I went for a long walk by myself in the park with the dog came back good night's sleep and I felt more refreshed you know um and better able to deal with those additional worries are there so it, it, it's very difficult and you know we all need to recognize that and be kinder to ourselves I think sometimes yeah, I totally resonate with that because yes, I I I can also get 
um, I'm not homeschooling um, and it's not quite so difficult for me um, in that respect. But my kids live all over the world, so I'm not seeing my children. I haven't met one of my grandchildren yet since he was born and he's now coming up for seven months old and looks like I probably possibly won't see him till he's about one I suspect but all that aside there are days when it all gets too much and the only thing I think you can do then is what exactly what you did Joe it's just send out a message put your out of office on say I'm under the weather today this afternoon for the next day or so and take yourself off for whatever it is, whether that's hide in your bedroom for an hour mm. with a book uh, or a puzzle, in my case, or, or whatever it is that you want to do. But but recognize and be kind to yourself, um, because you if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after everybody else. It's just not you, possible. Uh, you look after your business and you can't look after your clients if you're um, not looking after yourself. Um, you know, the phrase self-care is banded around an awful lot and you can feel a bit by it being but really it's it's more about caring for yourself in order to continue caring for others it, it's like you're on an aeroplane first thing they do is say if the oxygen mask comes down you put your own on before you put your children's on because you need to you know, look after yourself to look after them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But aside from all of that, what else have you been doing this week, Joe? now that you're back, back in the saddle, so to speak? So I've been finishing a, a MailChimp project um, that a client started with me last year. They then put it on hold, made some changes. So we've been finishing that. Um and I've been working with my VA to sort some things out and to update some processes and some um, procedures in my business and just tidying some things up that are, you know, tying together loose ends on a few projects. I think that helps as well, because when things are a mess, um, whatever mess is for you, for, for you listeners, mm. whatever mess is for you, maybe not what mess is for me and so on. But whenever a person feels that there's messy stuff around, that can lead to overwhelm as well because there's all these things all over the place. And sometimes just the process of putting things in place um, mm. is helpful. When, um, which reminds me when my mother died, which is 30 something years ago now, it's a long time ago. Um, I ended up with all the family photographs and I had this big box of family photographs and they were just in this big box. Um, and the one thing I think that helped me more than anything else was putting them in photograph albums and mm. trying to figure out who half the people were. But, yeah. you know, aside from that, because we've all got those photos where we don't know who that great, great aunt, great, yeah. great person was. But um, but putting them, making order from chaos does seem to help us make sense of what's going on. And, and you know, when things are tidy, yeah, um, we feel a lot calmer and a lot better able to cope. But I think, um, yeah, I think we've we talked about all that stuff. Let's 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 talk about more uplifting things. I mean, I'm yes, you're back on track and that you're able to get on with those projects. Yeah. I'm uh, about to sign a contract with Book Boon for six more books. Ooh. We've ironed out the uh, contractual bits and pieces that we've been talking about. 
I've recorded tons of content for my PowerPoint course this week. Um, still got some to do, but for me, there's light at the end of the tunnel. I can see the end in sight, which is very exciting. And I'm about to create a mini flash bundle um, of some of my basic courses. Um, I'm going to call it the Essential Office Bundle, and it's going to have in it the essential courses that you need. And I'm just kind of working through what that's going to look like and setting it all up in the background. And then I've got loads of virtual live training going on as well. So all very busy, 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 busy. busy. And restrictions here are lifting. So as of next week, children are starting to go back to school and shops are starting to open. It's being done in a gradual phased way. So we can now travel around the country. The parks are open. Um, they're going to be opening museums and a lot of things are going to be open to people who have what's known as a green passport, which is basically a certificate that we get, which is actually green um, from the government. So when you've had your second jab and you're a week after your second jab, which is when it's effective, then you can log on to this site and download your certificate. And then when you go to a museum or a restaurant or somewhere, you'll show that you've got your green certificate and then you'll be able to go in. So, um, so that's, that's wonderful. Really, yeah. So it, it's beginning, to, you know, we've got a big, we've got a festival next week. It's called Purim. It's one where people dress up in fancy dress and have parties. So that's been closed down um, in that the religious parts of it can happen, but all the celebratory bits, mm -hmm. normally there would be um, fancy dress parades and big parties that's been shut down because obviously those kind of gatherings at the, in the current um, the current climate are a bit dangerous but you know you can have your family get together um, as long as you're not mixing with too many other people so mm. so it, it's better than it has been uh, and then of course next month four weeks after that we have Passover and we're waiting to see whether the government decides that that's going to be as normal or whether they're going to say no we're going to have a mini lockdown for that which they might just depends on inoculation figures and things like that so so we'll see. So there is light at the end of the tunnel, I think. On yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think things are moving in the right direction. And I'm always hesitant to say that because you could just never tell, can you? And, and I'm no expert, but definitely it feels like we're moving forward, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. Well, on that note, I think we should move forward ourselves and go and get Alex um, so we can have a nice chat with her. Yes. See you in a minute, listeners. Welcome back, listeners. And the wonderful Alex Hughes has joined us. So before I launch and ask all my myriad of questions, and I'm sure Joe's got some too, um, Alex, do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them who you are and, and what you do? Yes. Morning, Joe. Morning, Shirley. Thank you so much for having me on uh, your uh, virtually amazing podcast. Been looking forward to this. Yes. So uh, for listeners, my name is Alex Hughes. I run a business called, well, it's now called Auxilium Business Consulting. It was called Auxilium Admin. And I'm based in Kingston-upon-Thames. I've been running my business for about three years and I look after overwhelmed and busy CEOs and business owners where they need to outsource tasks to a safe pair of hands. And mm. we chat and I work along with them. Fantastic. So what does that entail? 
Okay, so entails a lot of things, actually, before I've even got to the point of um, getting um, to business with someone. But it's a, a lot of communication and a lot of chat and a lot of finding out exactly what people want. Because when people come to our virtual assistant world, they're generally in a, in a case of overwhelm. <clears throat> and um, sometimes they know what they want and sometimes they don't. So I tend to sit and have a long chat with them about the things that are troubling them, things that are working well as well, and things they want to change and things that they want to outsource. So I spend an awful lot of time trying to discover what it is they really want and sometimes it's things that they hadn't thought of mm. yes I know that from training that often people are, uh, in an organization the, the the training manager or person will come to me and say we need to teach them how to do x and then when you ask a few more questions you realize it's actually why that they need so yeah, exactly I <laughs> totally understand that it's, it's not necessarily what they want it's what they need that 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 you have to give them so you are now, um, when we first met, listeners, just background, Alex is one of my first students <laughs> and she bought my book and we met up at the PA show in the snow. Was it the day it snowed? Yes, it was. The day? Yes, that was yeah. when I take them. I wrote a book about Excel and, uh, and I carted off 50 copies with me to the, the PA show at the time to Excel and or was it Olympia, wherever it was. And uh, I was uh, hoping to see lots of people and sell lots of books. And of course it snowed and nobody came. <laughs> it felt like nobody came, but Alex came. But Alex had already bought the book. So I signed her book. <laughs> that was, I think I sold one more book that whole day or something. But so anyway, it was, it was a real pleasure to, to meet you then. And then you, you took some of my courses. So when you started, you were Auxilium Admin and now you're Auxilium Business Consulting. So what does that mean being a, a business consulting as opposed to admin? Okay, so I'll take you back. So when I first started, obviously, we will start out in the VA world and we give ourselves a business name. I'll give you a background as to why it was Auxilium. I used to work for furniture manufacturers as an office manager and then company name was, was two Latin words. So I decided that whatever I was going to call it was going to be an, a Latin word. Then I thought it must be beginning with A. So I trawled um, lots of different places to find it and I came up with Auxilium because it means to aid, assist and support. And then I quite like the AA bit, Auxilium admin, because that's what I was doing. But over time... <clears throat> And over the last three years, it, I've, I've kind of become more of someone's second brain or business partner and um, doing more sort of consulting work on a longer term basis and looking at not just the one project they give me, but on a longer term basis to see how we can move the business forward and maybe integrate other things or bring new services in or new systems. And so therefore, um, really calling myself Auxilium Admin didn't showcase or didn't explain to people what I did. Um, so I had a long think about it and it became Auxilium Business Consulting. And what I should have is a strap line that says as easy as ABC. <laughs> but that's not my strap line. My strap line is lifeboat in a crisis and a lighthouse showing you the way. Fantastic. So that's where that comes from. Fantastic. So you're, are you, so, so would that, does that mean you're more about the big picture? Yes. So, uh, sorry. Yes. So basically um, I do a lot of audits. So I tend to look at the whole business um, and that stems from being an office manager of the furniture manufacturers where I was involved in everything. So HR, health and safety, finance, sales, CRMs, accreditations, um, all sorts of things like that. So you are looking at the bigger picture and you're breaking down all those elements. So you're looking at it top down as well as bottom up and, and making sure that everything 
fits together. So I always look at admin as the central core of any business. Um, and that one needs to turn in conjunction with the, all the others and then everything turns nicely. I think people look at admin as a separate thing, but actually it touches every single thing that you do and it needs to be at the central heart of your business. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right because you if you don't know what you're supposed to be doing on any given day, it all falls apart, doesn't it? So, yeah. Yes. So I spend an awful lot of time um, with clients looking at all those separate areas and analysing them and working out you know, in some cases, things work well. And so therefore, you should leave it. But there's some things that aren't working well. So we, we kind of um, unravel all those. And then we look at areas that they need to add in and work with those together. That's brilliant. So we've, we've talked over the weeks, um, a lot about pricing models and different ways of working. So are you are you an hourly rate? Are you a project rate? Are, are you a package rate? Or are you a mixture depending on what needs to be at that precise clients business with the audits it's a set price but it does have a tiered approach depending on how big how big the business is if it's a project we sort of talk about um, what's involved and it might be a one uh, sorry a one-off price or if it's just ad hoc bits it might be hourly rates but generally I'm looking to do the audits so that's a tiered approach so I have a mixture depending on what I'm, I'm doing with the client that's great Joe. have you got any comments questions so far I, I, I've sort of watched Alex's journey and, uh, and her evolution and it's interesting because we've both sort of gone through that same journey in that some of the things that we started out doing we're not doing and we, we've moved over and you know it that there's lots, lots of different things that prompt that move there it's not just that one like moment it's did you find that it, it's the it, it's not that one thing it's a little bit here and there just leads you to this I'm changing business is changing yes I mean for me it was um after doing an awful lot of networking and um obviously seeing a lot of other VAs and everybody does all sorts of different yeah. things and thinking to myself really what a lot of people had actually also said to me don't call yourself a VA because it's not showcasing what you actually can do and all your expertise. And I kind of ignored it initially. And then I thought to myself, do you know what? People are absolutely right. Especially when somebody came to me one day and said, oh, now you're that bookkeeper, aren't you? No, (laughs) (laughs) nothing wrong with bookkeepers. I've got lots of friends with bookkeepers, but that's not what I did. So what the point about it was, is the way I was conveying it and what I was trying to get across was a little bit and I think when you call yourself a virtual assistant it is a very gray area and you do have to be very specific about how you can help people and what you do for people and therefore over time I kind of niched down into what I really enjoyed doing and the passion was to go through everything that admin touches and provide the audits which I haven't found many people do. Yeah that's that's really good so you you've really carved out a super niche and it's interesting, one of the trainers in my trainer community um, is, um, I can't remember which kind of training it is, I think it's some sales and leadership, around sales and leadership. And he was very general. And then he found that he was running courses for, in the farming industry. And finally, he's niched down even further, and he only works with dairy farmers. And he's busier than he's ever been because he is known as the person to work with these dairy farmers. So all the dairy farmers, if they need any help 
they just go to Paul. And, and, and that's, it just makes it easier for your clients to find you if they know who you are and what you stand for. So that's, that's definitely a good thing. So it's a cumulative process. Yeah, okay. So, so uh, Alex, have you got any wisdom you can share with, with our listeners about when they set themselves up and, uh, and what, they, what, what they could do? A couple of tips, things, to yeah. think, things that they can think about. Yeah, yeah, sure. I thought you'd ask me this question, so I kind of wrote a few things down, Shelley. Oh, look at this. <laughs> As a proper admin person, always. And prepared. I might have some bonus ones, you never know. Yeah. Um, well, my first tip, really, when you're starting out is not to get FOMO. So um, go at your own pace. Uh, when I started, I joined an awful lot of groups, and I'm sure, um, Joe, you did the same. Yeah. I read all I could, and I attended everything I could, and I went to conferences until one day I got slight overwhelmed, thinking, oh, gosh, I'm in so many groups. I don't really know what to do. Um, so you really got to um, sort of, um, you know, eventually decide what fits what with what you're doing and what you enjoy doing um one key thing and i'm sure joe will also agree with me on this because i've met her networking many times mm-hmm. is to network your socks off yes uh, but you've got to enjoy it it's got to be consistent it's a slow burn um yep. you've got to give um yep. i read yeah. the, the book by um bob berg and john david mann or david john mann whichever way around it is are called the go giver and that made yeah. a huge difference to me about um, what you do in giving and then it will come back to you and the most important thing I think you need is a system when you're networking um, so I have a personal system about how I do it my 60 seconds mixing it up doing lots of research um, finding out about people afterwards uh, looking at their industries and all things like that so networking is huge it's a huge part of what I do and it's very very important um, and then that leads on to things like having walking ambassadors I love that phrase so these are the people who tell you, tell other people what you do on your behalf um, and how you help people and the benefits of what you do. Um, and if they know what you do, telling people what you do you know, on your behalf is so much easier. So they network in their sphere of influence. So we network in ours and then they network in theirs and so on and so forth. And then, you know, you think about how many people they can touch. So, um, you know, making sure other people really understand what you do is is absolutely key um and i've also found recently during covid as well having collaborations i mean you're one example of a successful mm. collaboration between the two of you that's really worked yeah. um you know go on radio go on podcasts and do instagram lives um do guest blogs um go to workshops and, uh, sorry do workshops and talks and webinars and, you know, join Clubhouse. I've only just joined it recently, but, you know, there's lots of interesting things on there and you might be able to collaborate with somebody there. And then people see you as a go-to person and an expert. So um, that's really, really important. And I think most importantly, and it's come to me over the last year or so, is believe in yourself. Yeah. So prime your mind that you can do this, you are capable, and actually you are the right personally. And, um, you know, I've I, I recently done this, as I said, when I've changed my business from Auxilium Admin to Auxilium Business Consulting. And basically I walked all, I had a vision and I'm, I'm going with it basically. So mm. I think you have to, you know, have a, the right mindset for all these things as well. It's really, really yeah. important. Yes, we have our, our down days when we think, oh, I'm, you know, something's going wrong or can I do this or whatever. But it's visualising that and making sure that you, you know, you push yourself forward. Um, so that's what I would 
I would say. And also, I think um, talking about affirmations, I think um, a lot of people do this, and I've started doing it recently, about what did I enjoy about today? What did I achieve? What was I proud of? And these things at the end of the day really spur you on for the next day. So I think they're really important things to do. I think that's a cool one. I used to do that, actually. Training company I used to work for, at the end of every course, um, there was a section in, it was in the days of paper evaluation forms um, for the delegates to fill in. There was a summary one for the trainer, and the trainer would fill in a section of what went well, what could I have done better, how can I improve my delivery next time? And I think, I think that's actually, I'd forgotten about that. So thank you for reminding me about that. I think that's a really a really good idea um, and, and starting the day with gratitude or ending with gratitude is, is, is definitely a, a good habit to, to get into because it makes you grateful for what you have. It makes you feel better. I think we could all do with feeling better, couldn't we? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And also um, over the weeks of the podcast so far, and we're up to week 40 something now, I can't have lost, I haven't got my spreadsheet open, so I don't know which week it is, but um, I think it's week 44 or five or even 46, who knows? And I think it's it's come up a lot how key networking is and how, in, mm. how important that is yeah. for building those relationships. And, and it's, and it's exactly what you said. It's it's not the people you meet, it's who they know and, and who they meet. Yeah. It's really important. Really yeah. important. Joey, anything to add? I agree. I mean, yeah, Alan and I bump each other on that on sort of networking because although there's some distance between us, but realistically it's that much. And you know, networking is just huge you know never be afraid to go to a new network and be that new person in the room and it's not quite as daunting as it might feel you know um and, and just talk to people but my caveat on that is don't go there to sell go there to find out about who is in the room and don't automatically assume that because there's nobody in your niche that it's been a wasted couple of hours because you never know who somebody knows and that is the key thing with networking um and as an example of that i had a conversation oh two or three years ago with somebody coffee in one of these networking events I'd been to I had an email from that person last week oh by the way are you still doing you know and we had catch up and it turned out they've got somebody they can refer to me and that's two three years down the line so never discount that event and the other thing to think about is if you go to these live events, like you go, you might go to a live masterclass, obviously outside of the COVID world, but you go to these events where you're learning Excel or Outlook or, or bookkeeping or whatever, use those as networking too. You know, yes, you're there to learn that skill, but there are other people in the room with you and they might all be competitive and they might just remember you and then they give you an in their business or their company or, or anything else so those would be my key network tip and 
Would you agree, Alex? I would definitely agree. And I have one key example that happened to me. I was networking in person a few years ago um, where we could. And I was talking to a lovely lady and she was talking about her business and she was doing uh, blogs for the well-being sector. And we had a long chat about it and various other conversations. And we said goodbye and that was it. And then about a month later, she called me and said, oh, I've referred you to my partner and he really wants to give you a call because he thinks that you might be able to help him. So within a month, I was working for him. He was a software developer and he's been one of my biggest clients ever since. So basically that was networking through the room. She knew what I did. I didn't sell her my services. Um, we talked about her business actually mainly and how, how I could help her. And actually a month later, her partner came back to me and um, I started working with him and have been ever since so you know that's just a, a you know a keen example of how you can work through the room and, and not sell but still get business yeah absolutely and and I mean I've mentioned it on many occasions that I can probably track most of my referral business back to one particular network that I joined in 2007 and I think I'm still getting work based on those referrals that I got back then because they would refer me to John and John would refer me to Jill and Jill would refer me to Alex and so on and so on and so on. So it, it definitely pays. And it's also about how you build those relationships and how you follow up and how helpful you are as well, because that's what people remember. Um, you know, I, I had, um, I did a, a training course in September while I was in the States uh, I ran a Microsoft Teams training, funnily enough, for an L&D company. And one of the people on that course was on that. It was more of a webinar than a, it wasn't a hands-on, as much of a hands-on as I would have liked it to be, because just technically that's how it worked. And um, one of the people then went on to buy my Teams for Trainers course when I had it on a discount recently. And now she's taking that. We had a chat yesterday because she had a problem. So she asked me a question. And now she's going to recommend me into people that, that she is going into who are just adopting teams. And they don't really know the first thing about what they're doing either. So it kind of all does mm. filter mm -hmm. through. And it's, you know, I could have ignored the question she asked me yesterday because it was very technical and it actually wasn't part of my remit. Um, it wasn't part of the kind of thing I would deal with. Yeah. It was it was an IT support type question, which is not what I do, but mm. I kind of knew the answer. So I answered it and mm. directed her to the right answer. So that's hugely important as well. It's, it's how you give your go giver. Yeah. <laughs> there. Um, I must get that book. I keep hearing yeah, it's it. great. It, it, it's brilliant. Um, and um, Bob Berg is just such a really nice guy. Yeah. You met really him? Really nice guy. No, I, I've connected with him on social through another, interestingly enough, somebody I went networking with um, as a connection of his. And yeah, so I've yeah. met him, but I've been introduced via social. So he's now you in know, my network, which is amazing. Do you know what's amazing about that man is that if you mention him on a LinkedIn post, so for example, I've read this great book and you, you tag him in. Yeah. He replies and he comes back with a really personal message says thanks yeah. Alex you know and he's great and I've done yeah. that a couple of times where it's been relevant and I just think that's great you know that's someone has taken the time to do that yeah it's yeah. really important yeah. I, I always comment if anybody comments on any of my posts I always reply to those comments because I mean that's that's the whole point I mean it's not just about broadcasting is it yeah it's about creating that feeling of a relationship with the people reading your stuff 
Uh, and I am quite active on social media. I think, you know, you both follow me, I know, and you both see the stuff. You know, I put out a lot of stuff. Um, but if people comment, I always respond because if they've taken the time yeah. to leave a positive comment, you, you want to reply to that and say thank you. It makes you feel fuzzy and nice. Yes. <laughs> the other thing I've done on my website, I just wanted to add, uh, talking about networking and, and, and sort of collaborations, is um, I've got a page called My Little Black Book. Yes. And that's where I've met people. I think you're on there, Joe. And I, actually, she, I'm on you're there. on there as well. Mm. <laughs> Every time I look at the stats, um, if I look at the my website, where stuff's coming from, my you know, um, it sends me traffic. Your little black book. Oh. Do go and click it. So yeah, it's got a whole work. wealth of information on it now, and it's going to be all divided up into subject areas so people can find things easily. And it's all about people I've met worked with and know so that I can actually, you know, say, I, I know this person, they're great at X, Y, and Z, and please go and use them. And here's a discount code and what have you. And as you say, it drives traffic, but I also just feel it's great because these are the people that I've met and I really yeah. know what they do and the services yeah. they offer. Yeah. No, it's, it's lovely to be able to recommend people as well. It's really, really nice. It's, it's another warm, fuzzy feeling thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, to warm fuzzy today, I, I need to feel warm. It's very cold here today. I've got a heater on in my office, which is because David, my husband, doesn't feel that cold like I do. And the rest of the apartment is really cold at the moment. Um, so I'm in my office and I've got my heater on. So I'm OK. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite good. That's quite good. Alex, it's been fascinating having this lovely chat with you today. I think we'll 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 wrap it up. Is there anything else you'd like to to say to our listeners before we say ta-ta? No, it's been lovely to speak to everyone. Um, I thoroughly enjoy this industry. I think it's really collaborative. I mean, I've met both of you already and I've actually really, really enjoyed listening to, I think, every single one of your podcasts, to be honest. And the reason oh. I think it's really lovely is because I'm, I've met people and I know who these people are in the industry. And even yesterday I was listening to Daniel Skirmer's one. Yes. Yeah. And I've connected with him on LinkedIn. I joined the PA forum, which I didn't know about. And we've had a little chat. So, you know, the power of your podcasts are, are quite immense. Um, I love listening to them because there's just one thing about um, these types of podcasts is that we know people what they do now but we don't know what they did before yeah. in fact I don't think I've told everyone what, what I did before but it's very interesting to listen to some of these podcasts and find out what what people's journey was what they did before they do what they do now um, and that's always quite an interesting journey to listen to well I've got to tell you that's the most warm and fuzzy thing because I had such a I, it's made me feel really really nice thank you very much for saying that because I wanted to start the podcast I mean it's my frozen my internet froze there for a moment sorry yeah. folks if it froze for everybody <laughs> else um, we seem to be having grem internet gremlins today because Joe's internet's been freezing as well. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we apologise for that, but we've got no control. But no, that's made me feel so good. Um, it's really nice when you start something to get that kind of feedback that it, mm. that it is helpful. And that's what I wanted. I wanted people to find out that we all see this um, hugely successful person that we think is hugely successful, um, but we don't see all the work that went in before that you know it's that iceberg thing yes. where you only see the tip um yeah. or i was just editing next week's episode which is with lucy brazier which will have gone out by the time yeah. this airs so you'll hear it and she gave a great analogy there of of the analogy of the duck um with the feet underneath and you see the duck you don't see the feet and mm. she talked about the duck being the business owner or the director 
uh, and the assistance being the feet, keeping yeah. everything going. And, uh, and I wanted everybody to see the feet yeah. effectively. So I'm, um, thank you for saying that. And on that note, I think before I gush any more, <laughs> we better wrap up. <laughs> so listeners, thank you for listening and we'll see you all next week. Welcome back listeners. And it was such fun talking to Alex there. I haven't had a proper face-to-face -face chat with Alex for a while. We did have quite a few chats a while ago. Um, and then what with everybody getting so busy, we haven't managed to carve out five minutes. So that was really nice to, to see Alex, wasn't it, yep. Joe? It, it's really nice to catch up with, with people we know really, really well. I network quite a bit with Alex because we live relatively close to each other obviously it's all done on zoom but um alex runs the southwest london va network um so if there's anyone out there who wants to come along and sort of test their networking um and get some tips feel free to look us up on facebook and we also network in similar organizations local to us so our paths cross fairly regularly yeah, yeah no, that, but, that's really good. And and we didn't mention that uh, that network in, in the interview. So it's good that you, you brought that up. And perhaps we'll add that to yep. the page so that people can go yes. and find you and, and join, join in networking with you. Because yep. as we are discussing week in, week out, it's really important. Yes. Yeah. And the thing is, with coming along to that network, it's a network of VAs. So... If you've never networked before, if you're not very confident, come along, chat. You know, um, Alex is always there. I'm there sometimes, not always. But, you know, there's a group of other very experienced VAs there, you know, and come and network with us. Yeah, I think that's really good because also it will help you find people to collaborate with because you get yeah. to know people and then you build the know, like and trust. And then when your client yeah. asks you for something that you don't really want to do, I won't say can't do because most people yeah. can do most things. But we've talked a lot about niching up into your zone of genius. Mm. And uh, so it's important to have that network of people that you can approach and say, well, a client wants me to do this, but I really don't want to do it. Can you do it, please? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's really helpful. That's really helpful. I think today's episode was 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 really, really fun. And yep. uh, yeah, networking seems to be the topic that rules everything. But I was also interested in in Alex's um, the way Alex has changed her business over years and how she came up with her business name, I thought was quite fascinating. Yeah, now that's really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah, I, I uh, think I did know that because I think when we had one of our chats, she told me how she came up with Auxilium. And I liked the idea that she was looking for something that was A. So if you, in the olden days, when you used to look in the telephone book, it was important to have a business that began with a number one yeah. or the letter A, because then yeah. you were at the top of the list. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, so I think that was inspired, to be honest. Yes. And uh, and also it's lovely to see when <clears throat> you can find the things that you love doing. And, and, and it hasn't taken Alex that long to do that, I think. Some people it takes a lot longer. So I think that's also quite interesting. It doesn't have to take you forever. You don't need to sit and stew yeah. about what you're doing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's really crucial. Excuse me, I'm going to cough. <coughs> it's got 
got a frog in my throat there, but yep. uh, it'll go. It'll eventually hop off like Veronica at the back there <laughs> with her uh, with her megaphone. So, uh, so Joe, what, what's on the agenda for you for the rest of, of the week, really? Today is a Thursday. Yes. So um, I've got some client work to finish today. Um, I've got um, a networking meeting tomorrow. I've got... Um, I've got a workshop this evening, um, which I'd forgotten all about, which I'm really quite looking forward to. And um, I'm taking the weekend off. I've done quite a bit because, as I said earlier, about the juggle between schooling and broadband and home Wi-Fi and all of and then all this other stuff with my dad having been in well. Um, I've been working evenings, weekends, just to try and keep steady and and not move forward really you know running 100 miles an hour to stand still yeah. so I'm just going to take a, a couple of days out and do some reading if the weather's good I might go out and do a bit of work in the garden you know some fresh air that'll you know perk things up a bit I think yeah I think that's that's really good well I'm I'm going to hop off I'm going to go and, and do some shopping you know the mundane ordinary stuff that needs yeah. to get done so I'm going grocery shopping which is very exciting uh, uh, then I'm going to see the hairdresser which is very exciting yeah uh, and then I'm coming back for another meeting with another potential podcast guest so we're going to have a chat about her appearing in a later episode of the podcast and if I've still got any energy left after that. Uh, I shall get some more of my PowerPoint um, course recorded because I'm quite excited about this course now and I just want to get it out there. I've got quite a busy week next week with, with training delivery. Next week, I'm delivering a PowerPoint webinar for Nona for uh, IMA, the um, International Management Assistance Membership Organization. So Tuesday evening I think that is and that's quite late for me because it's mm. at 8 p.m central European time which is nine o'clock for me mm. so it'll start at nine so I think I'm going to try and take it easy on Tuesday that chance of that really <laughs> but we can hope um so yeah so I really want to get my course out there and I've got to plan my books are um, you um cooking this weekend well we have guests on Friday night um, so I do need to make chicken soup because I've run out of chicken soup. I usually make a very big pot and it goes for a few weeks, uh, but we've only got one couple coming. So it's not really very much. And I, funnily enough, I, I just took a chicken out of the freezer this morning, which needs to be cooked, which that's really not really cooking, is it? I mean, putting mm. chicken in the oven is is fairly straightforward. And I'll do that tomorrow afternoon. And, and I found um, some goulash. So that will be lunch on Saturday. So I'm very not, nice. I'm not cooking up a storm this weekend. I'm uh, I'm uh, taking it a bit easy on the cooking front. I'm finding I'm actually quite busy and I don't have as much time for fancy cooking at the moment. So we're also in the run up to Passover. We're, I'm starting to look at using things up because we have a different diet at Passover. Yeah. We don't have any leavened products, mm. but it's not just that we don't eat them. We don't have them in the house. Right. So it's a case of using up whatever is it's in the there. cupboard. So I need to use up all the meals that I, cause I batch cook. So I need mm. to make sure that I finished every, you know, we've got six, you know, for about five weeks from now, to make sure because what ends up when you get to this stage I don't know about you and your freezer but the things that are in the freezer are the things that 
I don't really want to eat. <laughs> Those things that you put in the freezer because you can't bear to throw them out. Yeah. And there's there a, there's a for a meal. <laughs> I've got some things in my freezer. I was it, it's funny, but I looked at this yesterday when I was doing some meal planning. And I've got a couple of bags of stuff and you're thinking well is that chili con carne is it bolognese is it stew and you know it's all that kind of stuff yeah. where it's been there a little while and the the, the pen <laughs> on the outside is kind of a bit smudged so you can't really see what's in yeah. it so there'll be some magical mystery meals in the next week or so I think for us <laughs> yeah so it's things like that so that's why I found the goulash so I thought okay we'll yeah. eat that and and this chicken we'll eat this chicken and then um you know so I'm, I'm just trying to to get ahead of myself and mm. I will do some I'll probably do some baking maybe this evening David's going to watch the football so I'll either record PowerPoint stuff or I might make challah bread. I don't know. We'll see how I feel later. In fact, I might even have challah in the freezer, in which case I will defrost it because that's the mood I'm in at the moment. Yes, and that's good. <laughs> yeah. Right, listeners, I think um, that's enough of us and our waffling for today. Thank you very much for being with us. I'm so thrilled that Alex has been enjoying the podcast so much. It really does make me feel warm and fuzzy. And uh, do let us know what you think of the podcast. And do remember to give us a little bit of a rating on any of the podcast players. It helps other people find the podcast and they can enjoy it too. So thank you very much. As ever, you can email me, Shelley at tomorrowsva.com, joe at jlbbusinessconsulting.co.uk. I finally got it right. <laughs> and you can find the Facebook page at Virtually Amazing. And everything is on my website, tomorrowsva.com. And we'll see you next week. You have been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelley Fischel and Joe Brianti. We will be back with you again next week with yet another amazing episode. See you then.